Hey, I'm Jared. And I'm Sam. And this is Culture Catch-Up, your favorite pop culture podcast where we rewatch childhood favorites, movies we missed, and everything in between. Don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available. And follow us on Instagram at Catch-Up Culture. What's up, everybody? Hey! Welcome to yet another week of Culture Catch-Up, your favorite pop culture podcast. Ooh, I like this NPR intro. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to keep it up the, the whole time? <laughs> no, that would be way harder to keep on than just like being <laughs> on. <laughs> Let's get right into it. Let's do it. No need to small talk. No. What have you been watching lately? Uh, let's see. What have I been watching? I feel like not, not, not much that we haven't already talked about. Yeah, not a whole like. lot that we haven't already talked about. Um, but we have started watching the second season of HBO. It's on HBO Max. It's uh, Secret Lives of... The, no, sorry, Sex Lives. Sex Lives of College Girls. Why are you trying to I diminish their sex lives? No, I Why keep, are you making it secret? Damn. I don't know. That's part of it. They grow out of the secret. <laughs> they don't need to keep it a secret anymore as the it show It's never progresses. a secret. I know. I don't know why I keep get, trying to say the secret, but it's not... There's no There's no secret in it at all. Uh I don't even know what... what Probably I'm like confusing because it in secret my head. lives are used more in pop culture than sex lives. The phrases specifically. Isn't wait. The show that was on at Media Panel that was terrible. Yes, Secret, Secret Lives Life of the American, American teenager. teenager. That's what I keep yeah, mistaking that it with. Is what you're that show was god awful terrible. <laughs> but Sex Lives of College Girls to be is clear, great. He didn't watch that ABC Family show for fun. He watched it while editing it at work. Yeah, at work. Uh, but it's where Shailene Woodley got her start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Her career's doing and something right now. that's all there is to know about that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Sex Lives of College Girls, though, is great. Yeah, television. we just finished the episodes it. that are out, and we really like it. It's super funny. It is very funny. I love the girls in it so much. It's, you know, one of those, like, here's four very different personalities, and mm -hmm. they're all living together in a dorm room. Yep. And they're also likable. They maybe don't all start out likable, but to the point we're at. They're Which all pretty like halfway through season two, so you know, yeah. not too much that you have to go through if you I really don't like love, them. I really love it too. It's very funny. Yeah. I think what makes it fun too is that it was created by Mindy Kaling, you know, from the office, Mindy Projects, stuff who? like that. Mindy I don't Kaling. know who that is. Yeah, Mindy Kaling, <laughs> Kelly from the office. You know who she is. Don't huh? be don't be so silly. But other than that, like the cast is comprised of all unknown people, right? Yeah, like, I, mean, I didn't know. Well, any Rob of them. Hubel Hubel shows up as a dad of one of the girls. But and the mom of Kimberly. Part. Yeah, that's true. But the parents don't matter. But the parents don't matter. But uh, Kimberly, oh, well, though, is... No, wait, hold on. Whitney's mom is... Sherry Shepard? What's her name? That's true. Okay, so there are a few known yes, people. But, but very not small main roles. Characters. Main characters and, and the most of the recurring cast are all like fairly new people you haven't seen anything. Yeah. Actually, uh, Kimberly, the main character, is Timothy Chalamet's sister, Pauline Chalamet. And did we know that going in, or were we like, she looks familiar? I, I, I think we were like, she looks familiar, and then looked it up, and we were like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's Timothy Chalamet's right sister, too. and yeah, they look exactly like each other. Yeah, they do look <laughs> a lot alike. But anyway, so it's a very good show. It's a very fun show. You should check it out. Yeah, we think it's pretty funny. Um, and it's fun where it's going, because yeah, the as, as it starts... They're either like here to have all kinds of sex because it's their first time or like terrified of sex or actually one does have a secret sex life. That's true. Um, but they it just feels like even in the season and a half that we've seen, the characters have grown a lot. Yeah. Anyway. It's a good time. 
Um, I uh, am still watching the same stuff. I finished The Vow, which is very whoa. <laughs> Not much else to say other than, other than that. Um, and then we you have been watching a lot of Blossom. In yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, The Vow is also very whoa. Um, in watching holiday episodes, because of course we've been watching Thanksgiving episodes, mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. we're slowly switching to Christmas. We have picked up. Um, that 70s show again. So funny. Which is super funny. So funny. We watched it once all the way through. How long ago? I think it was a quarantine was it pre- show. Okay, I it think was. it was pandemic show. Um, so we don't really remember much of it. And it's really hitting the spot. It's very funny. Red's delivery of most of his lines. Yeah. Do you want to repeat that one? Eric. That we had to rewind and watch yeah, like three times because we were laughing. It was in season one. Eric. uh makes out briefly with one with his sister's friend from college when she comes to visit i think for thanksgiving oh it's a thanksgiving yeah, it's episode. a thanksgiving episode. and and so then he's and then obviously donna finds out breaks up with eric eric gets really mad and is upset and is talking to, to red and says like why you know why do you keep the bad things keep happening to me like why am i so unlucky and red just goes eric things bad things don't happen to you because you're unlucky bad things happen to you because you're a dumbass. <laughs> just how he says it is so good, and it just yeah, that made guy's us laugh. delivery like, is always. Oh, I'm, I'm very excited for the for the that '90s show, which is the oh, le- I the, totally like, the forgot reboot. about yeah. that, or not reboot the the restarting of it. I guess that is going to have everybody in it. I think. So them in the same characters in the '90s. I think so because so we'll I, see them age because it'll be them with kids and stuff like that. But Red and Kitty are going to be the main characters. I think. Oh, which will make it, I think, even better. I'm sure you've told me all of that before, but I already forgot. Man, yeah. that is exciting. Yeah. We'll watch it's that. It's going to be course. a good time. Oh, I love that. 70s so yeah, show. that 70 show. If you had, if you didn't catch it when it was on, it's on Peacock now. Still yeah, that's where watch. we're watching it. It's a good watch. What else have we been watching? Well, we watched a new movie for this week's episode. We did, and that is my, my big, big fat Greek, Greek wedding. wedding. I was very excited to have Jarrett watch this. Had you seen it? I had seen nothing of this. Okay, movie. so you only knew. I feel like a lot this season. There's a lot of movies that I like know nothing about. That's <laughs> exciting. Like, it is exciting. I'm getting to learn a lot of new things. It's because we started with ones you had already. Like big, we started with bigger movies. Yeah, I guess that's now we're true. moving on to. I mean, this movie was big, but anyway. Um. So you didn't know much about it. No, really. I mean, I knew it was about a Greek wedding. <laughs> that was big fat. <laughs> Do you know the people in it very well? Uh. No, I think I knew John Corbett just from like Sex in the City yeah. and stuff like that. But obviously when the movie came out and was first a thing, no, I had no idea who any of those people were. Yeah. Um, what did you know about it? What did you I like I knew about everything it? about it because I love this movie. This is a movie that I quote often. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe don't quote out loud, but I think about it often. Yeah. Like the Windex thing, which we'll get to later, pops into my head almost constantly um and something well no never mind i i don't we can we can get into the things we'll get get to it later (laughs) sorry (laughs) let me give you some quick information it came out in 2002 which is later than i thought i thought it was i thought it was like a late 90s i thought it was a 98 99 i mean that's only a few years difference it just sounds it there is like this line of like was this movie pre 9-11 or post 9-11 for whatever reason yeah even with stuff like this where it doesn't matter it's not relevant there's still at like all. those those like cultural hints that be, let you be like oh yeah no this is post or before 
Well, it, it, pe- things just feel different. I don't know. I still feel like when I watch something that was made pre 9-11, it feels like more Cheerful. innocent. Yeah. <laughs> the world seems happier. <laughs> anyway, came out in 2002. Nia Vardalos, the star of it, was the writer. I don't think I knew that, that she wrote it as well. I wonder if that means this was like her childhood. Because she's Greek. But I wonder if it was to this extreme. Um, the IMDb rundown is a young Greek woman falls in love with a non-Greek, a non-Greek, and struggles to get her family to accept him while she comes to terms with her heritage and cultural identity. So, of course, the story, a little more on the story is that um, Nia Vardalos, her character's name is Tula, and she's the, like, sad, old, unmarried child of a Greek patriarch, and by old, I mean she's 30. You're right. And her dad has been telling her since she was 15 that she looks old and it's time to get married. It's <laughs> just very gross. But also... Get over yourself, dad. It makes sense in this movie. Um, she, you know, the whole family, like, still lives and works under the thumb of the dad, and she's basically just trying to, like, make a little space to get out of that. And, of course, ends up finding a non-Greek, as the IMDb description says... Mm-hmm. And, you know, that causes all kinds of tension in the family. And, of course, it ends with them getting married because, after all, the movie is called The Big Fat Greek Wedding. Not my gri- Big Fat Greek Proposal. Like <laughs> or we my know Big Fat the- Greek Breakup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> those, are the, those are the upcoming sequels. Um, but there's all kinds of very funny things in between, like um, her love interest's parents, you know, like them kind of fitting into this giant Greek family because he's an only child, so his whole family is just the three of them, so... The parents kind of fitting into that is funny. And, you know, of course, the main character, Tula, has like 9 million family members. I think at one point she says she has 37 first cousins, 32 first cousins. Something like that. Something crazy high like that. Um, So, you know, big family drama ensues. Um, Let's talk about the people who are in it. All right. Nia Vardalos um, plays Tula, as I said, the main character. She wrote this. She's also directing... The third one. Oh, really? That they're making right now. That's cool. Which is kind of exciting. I wonder if she wrote it and like shopped it around and everything. And I wonder how, I always wonder how that works. Anyway, um, her dad is played by Michael Constantine. Is that a guy that people know? I don't I'm know. I'm sure. Is I he don't. a person? Okay, I don't you didn't. know him. Her mom is played by Lainey Kazan. She which... looks familiar. Oh, she did? Yeah. Um, I'm currently right this moment looking at her IMDb picture and it looks just like a photo of that guy who wrestled. Damn, what's his name? Oh, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. From The Wrestler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that guy who wrestled. Wait, didn't he wrestle in real life too? Isn't that why his face was all beat up? Yeah, wrestled or boxed, one of the two. Oh, boxed. Yeah. Well, yeah, think, that's the same yeah, thing Yeah, but in my no, head. still, like one of those two things. Anyway, yeah. she doesn't look like Mickey Rourke, but her IMDb photo does look like Mickey Rourke. <laughs> um, she's got an aunt played by Andrea Martin. Um, and then it's like a whole lot of people who I don't Wait, think Andrea Martin, that name's familiar too. She's Is she on the mom on good news. Great news. Yeah. Great news. Yes. yes. I can't. Okay. Yeah. Good news. I, you probably also, she names. was, she was like an SDTV person. Um, like the Canadian, uh, yeah, 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 um, where yeah. what's his name? Eugene. Levy? Yes, yes, yes. Um, you've <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about, but we're connecting the dots slowly as we go. I don't think we're awake all the way. Um, you've definitely seen her in other smaller random roles. Okay. She's a big shot. That's right. 
And then um, we have, you know, her love, of course, is played by John Corbett. He plays Eon Miller, says her dad. <laughs> um, he has a friend played by Ian Gomez, which was fun. Yeah, because we knew that him from Cougar Town. Yep, yep. And as I learned, he's married to Nia Vardalos. Or I had no idea. Was married. They were married for a long time and recently got divorced. And then um, she's got a one of her cousins is played by none other than everyone's least favorite in sync member <laughs> Joey Fatone, <laughs> which was very funny to see. It is funny. I did realize that the movie came out like towards the tail end of In Sync, so clearly he was trying to ride that band's coattails into an acting career. Yeah, I don't think it worked super well, but I mean he does do all these like random hosting gigs and stuff now. Doesn't yeah, didn't he, he just last? christmas do host like a that boy band holiday special or whatever well, that's like, kind of a thing that's that kind of the he, thing he does now he's like a boy band member again as are a lot of them you yeah. know um in sync members backstreet boy members um new kids on the block members have all kind of like joined forces and they'll sometimes perform as this like mega group boy band thing i yeah. can't tell you what it was called or much more about it other than that but yes last year he hosted that boy band christmas thing i think um Boys to Men was also in it. Yes, that sounds yeah. right. It was pretty fun. I of course watched it. Anyway, so not a not super a huge, stacked cast. Yeah, I was looking back through Michael Constantine while you're talking, just to like see if there's anything else that I. Well, knew. I mean, he's old enough. Like, character actor in like a ton of things. Okay, yeah. Like, does judging he play Amy. like mobster people? Uh, he no, it doesn't really look like that actually. Oh, okay, that's what I assumed um, he. That's what I pegged him for. He's in like a couple episodes of Law and Order, Homicide, Life on the Street. Uh, just looks like a character actor for TV mostly is what it looks like. And sadly, he passed away last year. So I already read a thing about how he he like gave his blessing to Nia Vardalos, um, knowing he wouldn't be around for when they made the third movie, which is very sweet. Is so I'm sure that'll play into the storyline. Um, Did you know that he was on, that there was a TV show of this? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I was about to get oh, okay. into before we go into the movie. I just discovered that right now. Because we always save that for the end and then it's like weirdly added on or forgotten. <laughs> but yes. So this came out in 02. The following year they put out, I think it's only like seven episodes, the yeah. whole the whole series. Yeah. If you go to the IMDb of, is it just called My Big Fat Greek Life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's like a, not a trailer, but like a, a clip you can watch at the top. And I watched it yesterday and it is cringy. Oh, really? <laughs> this is not something that needed to be made into a TV show. I mean, it feels like a 2003 sitcom, but you know, as we were just talking off air pre-recording, yeah. yeah, you can only go so far back before you have to have a childhood emotional tie to something for right, it to be good. Right. Like you on first watch now, if it's much more than 20 years old, I don't feel like it hits as well without that like childhood tie. I don't sure. know. Did that make sense? Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're saying. So maybe if I had watched it back then, I would have been into it. But even I, who I tend to love things no matter how crappy they are, if they're in the sphere of something I love, just like the Sex and the City movies, which I'm sure has come up a million times in this podcast at this point. But mm-hmm. um, I, I even can admit that it looked dumb well just looking briefly at its imdb page john corbett's what? not in it <laughs> okay the whole cast he, is except, except for john, for john corbett. corbett and they've changed his name his name to is now thomas, thomas. Miller, yeah but they're still married but do you see who the guy is stephen eckhold the guy yes who and he is hold on i have it in my notes hold on i'm getting there he is mark 
on Friends. Mark. The guy who who is into Rachel and Ross breaks up oh. with her over it. Yeah. When the whole we were on a break. Yes, exactly. Thing starts. Okay. Anyway, if we've walked around circles and you are completely lost and don't understand what I'm saying at this point. No, I, I'm with you. The, no, not you. Oh, I mean, the, the people. people listening. <laughs> the Big Fat Greek Life TV show has cast everyone except for John Corbett and they have replaced him with Mark from Friends. Huh. Isn't that weird? That is very weird. That that to me, like not being able, if you're going to do that with literally everybody in it except for the main character's husband, yeah. who has, which was the main point of the movie that the show is based on, I feel like you just say, you know what, never mind, this is not meant to be. Let's just make a movie, another movie in a few years, which fortunately they did. Well, and he's <laughs> arguably the biggest star out of the cast, which yeah. is, of course, why they didn't cast him. Right. At this point, he would have been in Sex and the City. He would right. Yeah, he's Aiden at this point, so he's a huge star. So not casting him feels like, what are you doing? Yeah. What, anyway, there's I mean, a reason it only got seven I get episodes. trying to like capitalize still on the, you know, on the success. Yeah, because it was big a, a big wedding. movie. Right. I didn't know that. But it was, but you know, like, if you can't get, like, what are you doing? That, se- that seems like a waste of time. But whatever. I, I want to know how the dad says Thomas Miller instead of Eon Miller. <laughs> Thomas. I love that he says Eon. Um, and then just a handful of years ago, I don't know how many, but not much more recent than 2003, they did make a sequel movie. Um that has uh, their daughter who's now like teenager ish. Mm-hmm. And the wedding in it is that her Tula's parents. So the parents from the first one find out that they were never actually legally married. Mm. So they throw another wedding to get legally married. Fun. Um, it's, you know how, when they made magic Mike one, they took themselves really seriously. And when they made magic Mike two, they were like, screw it let's just be silly because this is a movie about male strippers yeah that's i feel like kind of the vibe of my big fat greek life too is like not that the first one took itself seriously because it was also silly very silly very cute and funny but i think in this one they were like let's do it up big let's make it greeker let's add family members let's make the family bigger let's make them louder because don't they have people come over from greece oh i don't remember to come in for it i feel like maybe i don't know snippets of that one that i've seen um, the only thing I really remember about that one is that the her mom and aunt Andrea Martin have this thing where when they take family photos, they have to be next to each other because they're grabbing each other's neck and hair at the back and yanking down so that they get like a slight facelift for the photo. <laughs> and it's like this thing that they do. So then all pictures, they're like really stretched out and smiling big. It's very silly. That's funny. Um, I liked it, of course, as I tend to do. And then now, like I said, they're making a third one. Nia Vardalos is directing it, and they're shooting it in Greece. Oh. So that's the... I don't know what the story is there. I assume the daughter has fallen in love with a Greek guy, and they're getting married in Greece, but... Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it starts. Prediction. 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 It starts. Papa Gus has died. Papa Gus. Rest in peace. And they take him back to Greece. His body? Or his ashes or something to spread them in Greece. Yeah, that could work. Oh, and she falls in love there. Duh. Yeah, you're right. That's so, exactly what it's going to be. I bet that's be. what they're going to do. Man, if I'm right, a, I'm going to be so happy. It has to be a wedding. Yeah. Right? I would think. I mean, my big fat Greek funeral just doesn't have the same ring to it. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, you mentioned something that I did want to give us a, a, a uh, slight aside shout out to. Uh, speaking of a third movie and a, a truck coming out in a series, 
Magic Mike, The Last Dance. Oh. Trailer just released and it looks incredible. So it we'll, looks we'll like the second one, like day one. They, <laughs> big Magic Mike fans over here. It does look like the second one though. Like they know what they're doing. It's oh, yeah. very silly. Yeah. He I mean, he's like putting on a Moulin Rouge style strip show yeah. in London. Very funny. I'm very. sure it'll be hopefully it's actually the last one. I bet it will be. It's called The Last Dance. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Elton has had eight farewell tours. That's true. It'll there'll be a spinoff with Joe Manganiello's character. We can only be so lucky, right? Um. Okay. Now that we've talked about all things, my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, let's actually talk about. Let's the movie. break down the actual <laughs> movie. Um. What was like the first thing right off the bat that made you giggle? Uh, their house. Like it very quickly like shows their house when they're she's Parthenon? like giving their life their life story and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like this Wait, normal. Parthenon? Is that the right word? Uh yes. <laughs> Is that like the building yeah, of the yeah, column? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um and so uh, or Acropolis? Time One for of the two. Sam's quick history lesson. But uh anyway, yeah, it's got like the big Greek pillars on the front and like statues. The, the garage door is painted with the Greek flag, like all these things, and it's just in a normal, like suburban yeah, it's area. A lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It's very loud. But it's very funny. But it's funny how they it's like it shows you and she's describing their neighborhood and it looks like she's gonna be like, Oh yeah, and this is our house, but the camera keeps moving and then shows their house, and you're like, Oh wow, yeah, okay. They're Greek. Kind of sets it up, you know, exactly how how he how Gus is gonna be as a as the head of this Greek family. I this was the first time I noticed how many like little nods to Greece there are throughout. Like when we see her in the travel agent office later, there's a Greek flag everywhere you look. Yeah. And like so, the travel agency, if you just walk into the room, it looks like they only book travel to Greece. Like it's just Greece everywhere. Yeah. Which is very funny. I mean, of course it has to be, but I, I I feel like it was somebody's job to be like, we noticed that this scene has no visual representation of Greece. Throw something in. Throw in a flag. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was really funny. The house was really good. Uh, the whole thing. I mean, just the dad in general. Like, yes, he has some very like outdated views and things. That, and yeah. like, and especially how he like the- talks about talks to Tula about like, you know, you're, you you're look looking old. old. Like, no, that's not cool. But like his he's, general he's stick, the, his general thing. He's the most thing. problematic character. That's yeah. for sure. But his general just like attitude and like his, like, and how he talks to him and everything. And like, he's got a few good one liners and like responses to things. He's a very fun character. Yeah, he is. But uh, I'm also just like, Oh, he, you're a lot, sir. But, <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, I said that about the whole family. <laughs> but uh, he I has did, a lot of things. Like he has a shtick yeah. to him. And this, the one thing that like was very funny that I like did not see coming is that he thinks that literally everything can be cured or fixed by Windex. Yep. So he just always has Windex on him and sprays it on people whenever they like complain about my finger hurts. I got a burn. I have a blister. I have a zit. Like. Windex. <laughs> At one point, he even has his elbow resting in a bowl of Windex. Just soaking. I don't remember what he says is wrong with it. I don't either, but I think it was just Windex like... Windex is going to fix yeah, it. Yeah, he just was at the dinner table with his elbows soaking in Windex. And had you ever heard me reference that? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Huh. That feels surprising. I'm shocked I haven't said something about put some Windex on it. Um, they even... Uh, What's his name? What's Aiden's name? John Corbett even wakes up on the wedding day with a zit and it's gone by the wedding because he put Windex on it. And in that moment, you see Tula like, oh, my God, my dad is rubbing off on him. I'm marrying someone who wants to be kind of like my dad. And she just you can tell uh, she's shocked. I don't know. It's very funny. 
another shtick of his is that um he likes to say tell me any word any word and yeah, i'll tell you the greek root of that word and then he'll spend like a minute ish trying to figure out in his brain how that word is greek and sometimes it like the root really is greek and you can you hear it immediately and it makes sense and then other times it's like this huge stretch and he has to go from like well this means that which means that which means that and in that in in greece that word is this so that's how we arrive at this initial word um but the best one is somebody tells him oh when tula's a kid she has a snotty friend who's like okay mr portocollis what about the word kimono and the dad goes ah kimono 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 that is something i used to say a lot i do remember that for no real reason i think it would just like pop into my head it's very funny kimono kimono yeah is that i'm gonna start saying that as i think of things okay oh what was that Hmm, kimono 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 anyway he comes up for (laughs) he comes up with a reasoning of how kimono is really based on a greek word Mm -hmm. Um, but that's one where like the train doesn't necessarily make sense i think he goes from like robe to winter yeah to something yeah it was very funny it anyway, was a stretch but he got there that's the dad shtick um he's very a very lovable character despite being so bleh i couldn't believe how old the movie felt yeah it looked i mean even still when you say 2002 that doesn't feel 20 years ago which we realized another anniversary oh, yeah. movie <laughs> that we just lucked into <laughs> we keep doing that um but yeah it feels it looked more than 20 years old to me. I don't know. Maybe it's one that I've seen so much. Now it's been a long time since I've seen it that I just thought it would look newer. I don't know, yeah. but it did look quite a bit older. Um, well, I mean, it's been at least 13 ish years since you've seen it. Cause I don't remember you watching it. No, I've it definitely watched it at oh, some point. And then, then oh, yeah, okay. I also want to say though, that from this till now, both main characters, Nia Vardalos and John Corbett, are aging very well. Mm-hmm. They both look really good. I mean, of course, we know John Corbett's aging well because we've seen him as Aiden. That's right. Still, still reviving that role every once in a while for Sex in the City, but they both have aged really well. Well, and, you know, not saying that this is like a rule, hard of it. Like, you know, you have to be like young in these. Uh, in these rom-coms and stuff like that. But at the time of the movie was made, they were both in their forties already. Yeah. Playing a 30 year old. Yeah. That's backward. And here we are. You never see that happen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, not when you hit that age. Yeah. And now, you know, they're on the third one. So they're both in their sixties at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Did you know that he, he dates Bo Derek? Really? They're in like a long term relationship. They're not married, but isn't that an interesting pair? Yeah, had no idea. In my head, she's way, way older than him, but sh- she's not. Maybe like a few years, but I don't know why. Huh. Let's talk about a couple of the other one-liners other than kimono, 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 kimono. Um, Joey Fatone's character, he he's a cousin of Tula, and he and Tula's brother tend to mess with Ian, of course, as you would. Yeah, tell him like Greek phrases and stuff to say. Yeah, like they tell him to tell the mom thank you very much, but what they've really told him, I mean, in Greek, but what they've really told him how to say is like nice boobs. So, of course, <laughs> when he says that, the whole family looks at him like, what? And then they realize that it's the brother and cousin who are right. messing with him. And they do it a couple of other times. At one point, he tells the, he like announces to the family that he only has one testicle, which is funny. Um, but when he first comes around, Tula's brother is like, 
you know, if you ever hurt her, I'm going to kill you. And Ian's face kind of goes really solemn. And then the brother's like, I'm just kidding. And then he does it six more times <laughs> and tells him like where his gun is and how it works and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So then he yells to Joey Fatone, whatever that cousin's character is, probably Nick. Pro- yeah. I think it's just another Nick or Nicky. Um, he yells to the cousin and Joey Fatone turns around and goes, Hey Ian, we're going to kill ya. Oppa! And fun little silly party line. Joey Fatone left his print on this movie. Okay. But he really line. did like that is maybe the best one liner yeah. because of the delivery and everything. And his, he's got like his fingers up pointing like party time type yeah. of thing. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, and then another, fun line that I wanted to point out because I have lived this is Ian and his parents are vegetarian, of course, and the Greek family eats a lot of lamb. I did not remember seeing that like lamb carcass at one point. <laughs> that was gross. Real or not. I don't care. Surely that's not real, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> they don't use yeah, dead animals in movies. Yeah. Well, it looked real and it was gross. It made my stomach turn a little, but, um, the mom or the aunt, I don't remember who, finds out that he's vegetarian and says, oh, no, it is the aunt. It's Andrea Martin. She says, um, he doesn't eat meat? Okay, I make lamb, which I get all the time. <laughs> oh, you don't eat meat? Well, I'll make some salmon. Well, okay, but that's still... That's still not on the list. That's of still that a I dead like. animal. Or, oh, you don't eat meat? Okay, I'll just use turkey. I'll just use ground turkey instead of ground beef. And I'm like, okay. That doesn't solve the problem. I still don't want to eat that. I know I'm the particular one here, but I just love that in Greek life, apparently lamb is not (laughs) meat or an animal. (laughs) Okay. I make lamb. It was fun too. Yesterday. We actually, before we watched this movie, we just a little side note into our lives that we actually went and tried out a new uh, Greek place for breakfast for brunch (laughs) (laughs) yesterday before we watched the movie and stuff like that. So it wasn't planned uh, a day full of Greek. It really is on accident. Yeah. One of the other parts that I really liked it, you see in one of the part of the thing that I didn't know about the movie was because I guess John Corbett looks Greek. I assumed he was Greek mm. in the movie. And so it was like, it was my have... big fat Greek wedding. Cause it was their two huge families coming together to do this, to have this big Greek wedding. He does have those luscious flowing locks. Yeah. I, I mean, they even thought he was, didn't they? At one part in the movie, don't they make a thing like he's not Greek in the, and everybody's like, no, he's, or, or I assume they probably need that. But, uh, still I thought he was. So then it's very funny that the side, the side story is like, you know, they, ha- they have to get married in a Greek Orthodox church and all that stuff. And so he has to convert. And normally that whole process takes place at birth and, you know, the, the baptism and all that stuff where you're given a, a, a godparent or whatever who like takes you and does the baptismal rites mm-hmm. with you and stuff like that. Well, he obviously wasn't a baby anymore. He's a grown, he's ass, a grown man. ass man. Not only that, but John Corbett is tall. So he's like bigger than your average grown ass man. Yeah. And they still have him go through the the process. And it's so it's in a kiddie pool in this church. And then his <laughs> godmother is the is the cousin. Uh, Nikki. Nikki. And <laughs> who's just like, so she's like oiling him down in this in this kiddie pool. And she's already at this point in the movie, like looked him up and down a couple of times to yeah. size him up. She's always got like mass cleavage out yeah. and her boobs. <laughs> are like pushed up under her chin and uh, so it's funny to watch her like oil down it was very John funny Corbett's he's just abs. like awkwardly standing here be like this is, i don't like this <laughs> and then yeah he gets dunked in a kiddie pool 
like in the middle of this gorgeous Greek church. Yeah, there's, there's like a an blow inflatable up blow pool. up pool from Walmart. Yeah, no, it's very good. Um, one of the things about this too that was kind of like it's like referenced, and uh, you'll have to tell me if they like touch on this more in this in the uh, later the sequel in the sequels and stuff like that, but. I thought it was interesting how they kept bringing up the brother trying to be an artist. And I know at the end he like says, hey, you know, like I'm going to go to school and oh, take courses because yeah. like you inspired me by going out and making something for yourself. You yeah. know, to, he says that to Tula. But it's interesting how it's like it has those couple scenes where like his he brings like these new menus that he drew for the restaurant mm-hmm. that the dad owns. And he's like, hey, dad, you know, like here, look at these. I drew this. Dancing what do you think? Zorba's yeah. And like the, the dad ignores them and stuff like that. And he just kind of like gets hurt about it. But it's interesting how it never really goes beyond Further, that yeah well yeah you or think like by there's the not end even the... like conclusion to it like you would think at the end he would be like you know the dad there would be this like scene where like the dad comes and he's like oh you know i misjudged like i misjudged tula and her husband like i've misjudged you nikki like you you know let me see your design for the menus or something i don't know it's just kind of weird how it's like it, it it does conclude with him being like yeah i'm gonna go to school for this but there's not like that resolution with the dad where he's obviously like looking for it I don't remember if it's addressed in the sequel or not. Um, But yeah, I agree. It is weird. I having seen it as many times as I have, I was even thinking I kind of had this memory of like, Oh, well by the end the restaurant is going to have new menus and it's going to be hand. It's going to be menus that Nick hand drew. Right. And it didn't happen. Another thing, not trying to now just like talk about like issues. I saw the movie, which is like plot holes, not like, like that. But another thing too, that I was surprised didn't become a bigger thing is that, you know, Tula kind of goes through like a transformation. You could say a glow mm-hmm. up, uh, you could say Physical from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning of the movie to after she sees John Corbett and then for the first time and then stuff. And then they, on their first date, he realizes that he'd seen her before oh, yeah. pre glow up. And there's not like and that for some reason, just kind of seemed like that was going to be a thing more that she was like, I wonder if there was more to it that got cut because that's yeah. what I'm kind of thinking. It fe- that feels kind of like skipped over a little bit. It it was weird that it didn't go anywhere. Yes, I definitely yeah. agree. Um, and I didn't even remember that that he didn't recognize her until we got to that scene. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just felt like there was going to be more something there too, like more conflict was going to rise out of that than yeah. what did. I guess. Yeah, no, there was no conflict between them. The only conflict was between her and her family. Right. That's kind of nice to see. I hadn't thought about yeah, that. I guess. And I guess that's maybe, and I guess that's maybe the point. Maybe that was part of it. They were just like, ah, we don't, maybe that, maybe that was like a scene or two that they had filmed and decided they needed to cut it, but it's still like wanted to have it as like to show more growth for Tula or something like that. Well, not to spoil the second one for you. Cause you're probably never going to watch it, but I think they are having marital problems in the second one. Okay. And of course they get resolved by the end, but I think that's part of the storyline is that they're dealing with something. I don't really, I don't remember the sequel very well. Maybe I'll have to go watch it now. Yeah. Did it make you wish that you came from a giant Greek family? <laughs> <sighs> No, those scenes were stressful. I mean, I know that's not like I'm sure that's not like every Greek family, but like, oh my god! Not oh, it's that, not the Greekness. Not it's that the size. family. Yeah, <laughs> dear God. Um, I mean, at one point, she invites Ian's parents over for dinner, thinking that he's going to meet her parents, and her mom has instead invited the entire family, which means, I mean, it's like. 60 people. 50, 60 people. Yeah. yeah. Crammed into this house. And then it's like that on the wedding day too, when she's trying to get ready, it's too many people it's everywhere many. and they're too loud. Oi. And there's too quiet, much tool, you know, 
enjoy my quiet and my peace. Yeah, those, <laughs> those scenes are definitely stressful. But you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It was a great movie. You laughed. Yeah. You thought it was funny. A lot of funny stuff in it. Yeah, it is pretty funny. And it held up well. I feel yeah. like it was a great story. Are you excited to see the third one now? Oh, yeah. I got to know what happens. I got to <laughs> see if my prediction's true. I have to see it now. That's true. Should we make a bet on it? Yeah, we should. Okay. If, you, if your prediction about the third one is true, that they... Does it all have to be? Are we going the whole way? Is it? Does it have to be that they're going to Greece with his ashes or something? I think so. That's a, that's like the setup. They go. Okay. Maybe not. They're not going she to has Greece. To like meet, no, no. Yeah. They're my going, prediction has to be. The family is going to Greece to spread the dad's ashes, and the daughter meets a Greek person and falls in love, and they get married. That's yes. your prediction. Yes. Okay. If that comes true with the third movie, I will watch and do an episode on Braveheart or that other one that I hate. Gladiator. Gladiator. How's that sound? You're already setting it up for to be a fantastic episode. Okay. If you're prefacing it with <laughs> that other one that I hate. The movies that I hate. And then if you're wrong and your prediction is incorrect, you have to watch. What do you have to watch? And we do an episode I don't know. on. I enjoy everything. You really do, though. I'm the pain in the ass who doesn't <laughs> like things. You don't love a musical. But I'll watch one. And I still find the enjoyment of it. Hmm, what's an obnoxious musical I could make you watch? I don't know. I'll have to think on this. Okay. I'll report back. All right. We'll think of something you don't love that maybe you'll have to watch for an episode. I think that's a great bet, though. Let's okay. shake on Shaking it. on it. I think you're probably right, though, and your prediction is spot on. That sounds like <laughs> a great movie to me. Yeah. It's very Mamma Mia. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed it because this was another one that... Well, I, I'm actually going to say revising. They meet the daughter meets their love interest. Not going to classify. Good not going to specify. Good call. Not a man. Yeah. Love interest. Mm-hmm. It we is going to be 2023, 24 by the time that movie prefer. comes out. That's true. We don't have any. Actually, I think they've already made it. No, it's oh. coming out next year. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. For that. See, now we got to go watch it. But man, I can't wait to be right. I think you are right. Um, but anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was a little afraid it might not hold up and it might be cheesy or. You just wouldn't be that into it or like the funny lines wouldn't hit yeah. anymore. So I was glad that they did. I, of course, still love it. Well, it's nice, too, because I know we've talked about that with a little bit of some of the movies that we've watched this season that we've been like, they're good movies, but because you have to give a little bit yeah. of a, of a uh, disclaimer with like some of those subject matter or material and stuff like that. And true, the dad's views are a little outdated, but that's the whole point of his character. Right. Other than that, there's nothing in this movie that you're like, ooh, that didn't age well. Right. Like, no, it's, it's, nothing. It's just a good, wholesome movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, and yeah, you're right. Like, the, the, his, the point of his character is to be that, like, barrier. Right. And, the, these are the old ways. He's shamed for it in yeah. the movie. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's not problem. It doesn't turn out to be problematic. It's right. just kind of, like, icky. Yeah. Anyway, I still loved it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. It was good. Well, now Jarrett is caught up on the Greek culture. Hey! That is my oh, big sorry. fat Opa. Greek wedding. Opa! Hit us up on Instagram at Catch Up Culture to let us know what you think about my big fat Greek wedding. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.